In today's podcast, I'm going to hit a topic that we've seen so much, uh, understanding the reasons why dentists are not in charge. Doc, you need to lead with love, patience, humility, and with all the wokeness you can muster for all those little lotus blossoms who are fluctuantly, frolicklingly floating in the frills of life. Yeah, okay, we begin our podcast right there. Welcome, all of you fantastic dental podcast listeners to the My Practice My Business Dental Podcast Show, where we help dentists profit and thrive with excerpts from the clinical business of dentistry training here at My Practice My Business. We'll be addressing and answering questions with current trends dentists and their teams face each and every day in their pursuit of this wonderful career we call dentistry. And now the host of our show, the clinical director and president at My Practice My Business, Dr. Rob Thor. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) You definitely need to lead with love, patience, and humility, and you need to be kind to your team. I've seen a lot of doctors out there that are just company a-holes, all right? Stop it. You need to treat your team with dignity and respect, or kind of like how you would want to be treated, right? Isn't that the way it should be? But I've seen it turn so much that it... (laughs) I love, you know, leading these little lotus blossoms who are fluctuantly, fluctuantly, frolickingly floating in the frills of life. Oh my gosh, I had a botany teacher in undergrad that made that statement and it stuck in my head. I just started laughing and I've I've kept that little phrase forever. But it's like, in fact, you should just let your team lead you, Doc. After all, They are formally trained and experienced in business management, leadership, and finance. And now that I've helped you with what so many of us are doing, it's just time to knock that shiz off. You've got to get your poop in a group. By the way, that get your poop in a group, uh, if that wonderful team member who uh, we trained uh, several offices up in Wyoming, Rock Springs area, (laughs) if... uh, if uh, that team member's listening and and the one who uh, uh, taught Tracy and I to get your shiz together, get your poop in a group, if you are listening and you call me, I will send you a $50 gift card and I want to remember uh, your name forever. Who it was that taught Tracy and I that phrase? That was so funny. Anyway, dentistry is a, it's a field that requires not only clinical expertise, but also strong managerial skills, right? To run a successful dental practice. While many dentists uh, out there excel in providing quality oral health care, there are so many instances what that Tracy and I have witnessed firsthand where the doc does not actively take charge of managing their dental office. And I'm going to explore some reasons why dentists may not fully embrace that role of leadership and management within their practice, something that we, we hammer on at My Practice, My Business in, in almost all of our trainings is, is being a leader, not a follower, and having and taking that leadership role. It's hard sometimes. I understand. I get it. Nobody. It's easy to, to hire somebody, but it's difficult to let somebody go. And I, I can agree with that you know, a statement more. It is just hard. And sometimes it's very difficult to to lead and to be a leader um, because we have, you know, a lot of strong personalities and a lot of people just won't change. So listen up, my friends. It's time, 
it's time to gain insights into the challenges that you and I face and identify potential solutions that can empower us, empower your practice management endeavors. Our, I already did a podcast on leadership a long time ago, and, and I highly recommend you look back in the archives and listen to that one again. And definitely we do it in our advanced dental business training here at MPMB. Uh, the module, it, it was actually out of the 20 modules we teach in the, in the advanced training, the module with the second highest votes was the one on leadership that we did. And I, 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 that makes me happy because we're touching a nerve and we're helping people just be better. So there are so many benefits to owning your own dental practice. My gosh, selling out to a DSO is not one of them. Come through our training. You will never have to sell out to a DSO. You'll never think of selling out to a DSO. But with the responsibility of ownership comes the responsibility of leading your team. And so lead your team, Doc. Pay attention. I mean real attention when you come to our courses. Having that doctor in front of your name doesn't make you a born leader. Leadership is a, a like a moving target. And you have to get moving. So here we go. The first one is the lack of business education and training in is number one in my book. One of the primary reasons why I see dentists not taking charge of their dental office is the lack of formal education and training in business management. Dental schools primarily focus on clinical skills and theoretical knowledge related to dentistry as they should. So there is simply no room for comprehensive training in areas such as business management, finance, marketing, human resources, HR, and strategic planning. By the way, I always tell my team, if they have a complaint, go complain to HR. I spin around and, hi, I'm HR. <laughs> it's me. So we joke a lot. And to make matters worse, there are really no courses on dealing with third-party payers like dental insurance companies. And as a result, the large majority of dentists feel like uh, we feel or are ill-equipped to handle the business side of our practices, leading to the hesitancy to, to take charge of our dental businesses, right? So another issue I see is dentists tend to be more passionate about providing patient care and may f find it challenging to shift their focus to the administrative aspects of running a dental office. So most dentists we train prefer to delegate managerial responsibilities to practice managers, which, yeah, I, I will, or administrative staff. And, and I want to emphasize again, in our trainings, we teach these front office team members to be business managers, not practice managers or office managers. They need to be business managers. This is exactly what we have been trained to do by so many consultants is have these types of responsibilities, just pawn them off to people who really have no formal business training either. I too was involved in dental courses that wanted to limit my involvement in the decision-making process involving treatment plans and finances and dealing with team members. And I completely disagree with that ideology and, and obviously can back it up. We've all heard phrases like doc, you worry about doing dentistry and let your front team deal with the finances. And then they say, we, the extraordinary dental consultant, will train them on how to run the front. Okay, well, uh, okay, wh wh what's their curriculum vitae? How, how did they become the experts in that area? 
okay, whatever. Enter, enter the BS of talking points chapter one. That's what I'll call it. We dentists place front office team members into positions of running million-dollar practices without the business training that they need and deserve. That's on us. That's our fault. The second thing is the majority of dental consultants have no, zero, none, zippo formal business training themselves. That's a problem. They may not think that's a problem, but that's a problem. The third point, the, the zero-trained consultants have been trained by people with the same curriculum vitae, and we wonder why those front desk team members struggle, because they're teaching the same BS that the person before them taught, that the person before them taught, that was not grounded in business. The next point is the front desk has no idea they are losing tens of thousands of dollars for the practice each quarter because they were trained by someone who has no idea what their state laws are regarding to dental businesses who take dental plans. They have no idea what it's, what, what's in the dental contracts that they signed up for, let alone how to interpret the damn things. And they have no idea how to analyze a dental business each month like a non-dental business you know, would do. So definitely problems there. I could go on with more talking points, but well, okay, one more. <laughs> uh, take our courses here at MPMB and, and memorize them. You know, it, it's like use them for your monthly meetings. Dental offices who have done that are less stressed and have happy team members you, that, that engulf in everything. They, they absorb all that Tracy and I and, and our team teaches here. You need business training, Doc. That's the answer the, to the first one. That this whole first talking point. You need business training. And, uh, and, and no one does it better than our team here at MPMB. I, I've not seen anybody that's even in our competition. It, it, it's, it, which is a really fun place to be right now. And that's not bragging or being arrogant. I just, some people are trying and bless their hearts, we want them to succeed. But so far, no. You might ask the question, why is Rob so boastful in talking about his company? Well, it's because I have surrounded myself with people who are way smarter than me, starting with my wife, Tracy. Those who have been through our training can confirm that statement each and every day. So that's what you do is you surround your, yourself with really intelligent people who have actual business training and business degrees. And then you've got a team that's uh, a force to be reckoned with, and that's what we've done here at MPMB. The second major topic is time constraints and work-life balance. And I know we keep hearing that work-life balance all the time, but I do want to hammer on it. Because we dentists face demanding schedules. They really are tough. And remember, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life. I've, I've been a PI, a corporate pilot, bail enforcement agent. I don't remember all the stuff I've done in life, but I've been blessed and it's been fun. Uh, but, but we, uh, nothing's more demanding. Nothing, there's no job harder, you, you, you folks out there, than dentistry. What I'm trying to say is I've done a lot of things in my life. The hardest job I've ever had is being a dentist. But that's what's most challenging and most fun too. And we're juggling numerous patient appointments and continuing education requirements and professional development activities. In, in, in other words, dentists are running at full speed on the hamster wheel. Oftentimes, full speed ahead nowhere. <laughs> I always say that phrase. 
the harder we run and cram the schedule, the more our team and patients get upset and the monetary return is simply not there. And that's what I love when people come through training. They they emphasize that. They say, yeah, Rob, you, you're hitting it on the head. That's why we're here. And I love it. They're ready to learn. They're ready to be teach. They're t- taught. They're teachable. Just the time constraints of day-to-day operations can leave little room, little room for dentists to actively engage in managing our dental practices, our offices, and then add personal commitments and responsibilities outside of our professional lives, like family, church, civic duties, and other outside responsibilities, it makes it even more difficult to dedicate that necessary time and energy that we need to engage in practice management. And we oftentimes just struggle to strike a balance between our clinical responsibilities and administrative tasks. And when faced with a choice between chairside dentistry and office management, most of us may prioritize patient care in the number one spot and inadvertently neglect our managerial duties. In other words, we feel like we put in our 30 to 40 hours a week and we go home. And we don't, you know, when you own a business, I'm sorry, 40 hours a week, it's out the door. You, you know, 60 hours a week. That's what it is. So, you know, Tracy and I have a dental practice and we have my practice, my business, and and and, and it's so fun. I get to work with such a wonderful woman as she is a partner, companion, uh, taskmaster. Uh, <laughs> no, I was kidding. But there, um, I could go on. And uh, I, I love working with my spouse. She is so fantastic and I am blessed. And it doesn't work for everybody, right? But it, it works for us. And we work I don't, I, don't e- I don't even add up the hours, but we know we look at each other in the eyes and we're like, okay, I think we're at burnout stage. Let's go play. And we will go travel and do things. And, and that phrase, work hard, play hard, that's what you have to find that balance in. Can't be all work and no play. But we simply, we simply pawn off those managerial duties. We, we pawn it off to the front office team members, don't we? And then we get upset with them when things are not going as well as we think it should be going. We, we have no one to blame, docs, but ourselves when the practice isn't profitable. I see this all the time with my front office telling me that the dentist gives away too much of his or her work for free to people who are willing and can pay for services. That's what we see your front office team members saying all the time. And then we see the office manager writing charges off because the EOB stated they have to do so without investigating that deceitful little disgusting uh, bundling, downcoding, bastard third-party payer to determine if the patient is actually responsible for the balance. They... These wonderful front office team members have never been taught to really understand their state laws and push back. And then the front office team members, they find it easier to just write off the balance instead of engaging the patient who owes the money. Only in dentistry do we see that kind of crap happening. I find that interesting. Um, <laughs> it, it's like in, in our training, <laughs> those wonderful front office team members they learn to push back. They do not allow the insurances 
to walk all over them like they always did. The third one, the third major topic is what we call the fear of failure and the lack of confidence. And of course, you guys know what I'm talking about. We see this all the time. It's another significant factor that oftentimes discourages you and I from taking charge of our dental offices is the fear of failure and lack of confidence in managerial abilities. Ours, really. Dentists worry that their decisions or actions could negatively impact the financial stability or reputation of the practice. That's why we, <laughs> oh, just write it off. Oh, make him happy. You know, what business does that, Doc? It, what I mean is, is docs fear charging their patients for their hard work? All the time. Stop it. Docs believe that if they charge their patient the actual fee for the dental procedure they just provided, their patient will leave their practice and leave a negative Google review. This fear of, of making this mistake hinders the willingness to take ownership and responsibility for the business aspects of our dental offices. Okay? It just We need to stop that. Doc, office manager, dental team, if you continue to give away your work, you will forever condition your patient for free dentistry, which will be expected by all of you, from all of you, forever. Your fear should be grounded in the fear of not having a profitable practice and going bankrupt or, or team members leaving because you can't pay them enough. Isn't that a greater fear? If you haven't had a raise or are not seeing 30% profit margins after all bills are paid, you need our business training. And I know that some of you don't understand, you know, 30% profit. Yeah. So if your overhead is $100,000 a month and you're not seeing $30,000 minimally, you should see like 50 and 60, but we won't go there. Because at 30%, you're a wholesale business. And dentistry was never meant to be a wholesale business. Moreover, dentistry is a highly specialized business field, and most dentists perceive their expertise to be limited in clinical matters only. But in my practice of my business, you guys, we consistently see this lack of confidence in dental teams' knowledge of business management concepts and techniques all the time, which leads most docs to that abysmal avoidance of taking charge or making decisions in the areas that we've just discussed. And it's disgusting. <laughs> I am your advocate. Tracy's your advocate. All of us here at MPMB, you, you are our primary responsibility. Teaching you how to be profitable in what you do is the most important thing that we do. <sighs> While we dentists are, we're undoubtedly skilled professionals in oral health care, our limited, our limited involvement in that management in our dental offices hinders the growth, hinders the success of our practices. And factors such as lack of business education, time constraints, and fear of failure contribute to this situation all the time. We see it all the time. We've got to be humble enough to see it and then become teachable, recognizing that these challenges, that the challenges is the first step toward recognizing 
we have these challenges is the first step towards finding solutions that can empower all of us in the dental office to actively engage in practice management. I know that's like such a nasty word, phrase, practice management. But this is exactly where our dental business team training kicks in. And this is exactly what it takes to run your business successfully. And even the worst run businesses in dentistry see a, see a degree of success. I understand that. But are you seeing the kind of success that businesses outside of dentistry experience? That's a, that's a question. And, and 90 plus percent of you do not. Let us help you. Efforts should be made to incorporate those basic business education and training into team development of our employees, including us, Doc. Sign up for our business courses here at My Practice by Business so we can equip you and your team with those necessary skills to run your dental practice effectively by seeking that professional development opportunities and collaborating with experienced, educated practice consultants. You can improve your managerial knowledge and confidence to a level you never even dreamed of. Nothing makes me more happy than in our trainings when I see the doctors. We see this. There's, there's, the, there's two types of docs that we see. We see the docs who take a step back when it comes to the, the business modules we're teaching. They'll step back and they'll let the Oh, I'm, you can see it. They're checked out. Well, that's what my front office team members are for. Oh, my gosh. I just I start yelling at them. I kick them in the butt. No, you need to know this stuff and understand it. And, and they'll oftentimes walk to the back of the room or they'll chit-chat with other docs that are there. And I love the camaraderie. That's really fun. But I go back there and I kick him in the butt. I'm like, you know, do you want your practice to succeed? Then you get in there and sit side by side with your front office team members and listen and learn and know how to apply what we're teaching and training on. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll go back in and they engage. And then the advanced business training courses, oh, my gosh, nothing. I, I, we do not allow the doctors in the advanced dental business course that we have to just sit there and pretend like this is the front office team member's job. Oh no, every single dentist I've ever seen go through our advanced course is actively engaged, actively engaged in our modules of training. And mainly because uh, a lot of hands-on experience in that training, okay? So when dentists and their dental teams, when you guys take charge of your dental offices with, with what we call real and applicable dental business training, you're going to be able to foster at that more comprehensive and patient-centric approach to oral health care delivery. And who does that benefit? <laughs> it benefits both the practitioners and the patients they serve, and the entire team wins when that happens. Thanks for being with us here today. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being with us today. Since 2006, My Practice My Business has been teaching dentists and their teams business skills, dental insurance contractual protocols, and state laws governing how to profitably bill patients fairly for the need-based services they provide. What's more, we guarantee our training, unlike other dental consulting companies in the industry. Simply stated, if you don't increase your net revenue, we don't get paid. We call it dental consulting the way it should be. 
We believe there has never been a more important time than now for dentists to experience and implement our key methods, knowledge, and business training within their dental practices. To learn more about our guaranteed, no-risk clinical business of dentistry training that is changing dental practices for the better, just go to our website, mypracticemybusiness.com, and surf our pages for additional information about our company and the services we provide. When you're ready, give us a call and get scheduled for the most profitable dental business training that you will ever experience. If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call us. Thank you again and have a fantastic day.